Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything like that. That would be dangerous. Violent threats against the U.S. are banishing North Korea and getting rid of this anti-American propaganda. The president even suggested Sunday undocumented immigrants should be denied due process, reported immediately without trial. All right. Okay. Hopefully we are coming in loud and clear. Here we are yet again. America's journalist right back where we should be. Perhaps you're joining us on this beautiful Sunday evening in the OIWD studios, or you're one of our countless commuters on your Monday morning commute. Regardless, we are happy to have you here, and I am your host, Bryden. With me, as per the huge, it is that miraculous enigma of a man, Spicky. What's up, Spicky? Sunday fun day. Uh, did a, did the, the usual housework fucking sucks. Did a bunch of yard work yesterday, pretty worn out, did some housework today, and uh, was actually really looking forward to doing this tonight. <laughs> Just for once? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I normally do, but like, it was like, hurry the fuck up, I'm ready to get started. Right? Yeah, no, I, um, I started my morning off uh, by going on the third rail uh, with Spectre, Larice von Gildhausen, and Borzoi, and that was a load of fun. Um, but I, I forgot just how early they record, you know, it's like 10 AM. They're doing the show live now, which is really cool. Uh, but you know, 10 AM is that's, that's early. Like I've done some early Saturday streams before I'm like, good morning, make America great again. But those are just like hungover and alcohol fueled, just nonsense, you know, but I get up before 10 um, on, you know, do work days and what have you. But uh, to, to have to get up and just just get on a panel at 10 in the morning, that's uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't think we can do that. Uh, I would tell you to go fuck yourself if you ask me, to be honest <laughs> with you. Hold on. Keep that's, him entertained uh, for a second because this light is going to fall on me. I need to fix it. Yeah, the, the one thing is uh, like I'm up well before that anyways, but uh, I'm not fucking doing it. No fucking way. Right in the middle of the day just seems like a terrible, terrible time to do it. But I mean, I guess they get the, you know, they get the listeners and stuff, but I just fuck that, man. It like fucks your whole day up when you do it like right smack in the middle of the day. Right. Well, the the thing is too, like they aren't uh, a heavy drinking uh, couple fellas like we are, you know. Uh they're they're not going <laughs> to <laughs> they're not gonna lie i was the only one drinking at 10 in the morning like, oh. all right what do you mean let's talk about immigration you know oh i i wasn't even taking that into consideration so if if we were doing a 10 a.m show i'd be drinking at like 7 30 to get ready for it <laughs> i had my red bull a little bit earlier than i was going to because i was just walking around like about to fall over i'm just like oh my god i have to do this now like Oh, they're counting on us, Smicky. They're counting on us. And, uh, yeah, I had my Red Bull a little bit earlier. Might have to have another one. Um, this uh, show, if you wondered, is sponsored by Red Bull. 
that's a new one that we've picked up. Uh, we, we really thank for them for their, uh, for their support. And if at any point you hear me go, ah, it's because this fucking light directly under my fucking fan keeps getting rattled around this, uh, this box light. And it might just come crashing down on me, the camera, and the entire uh, OIWD studio as we know it. So um, if you hear some rattling or if you hear me scream and then we just go straight to break, that uh, is exactly what happened. Yeah, uh, you might end up with a concussion as well. That would be pretty fucking entertaining. Oh, that's right. That's right. You do have a concussion. So. Yeah, that's fine. No big deal. Uh it's not the first one, and uh, I mean, hopefully, it's the last. Because eventually, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be fucking brain dead by the time I'm forty. All the drugs and head injuries that I've had, it is amazing that I can still fucking think. Uh, trying to drink on a con- with a concussion is almost impossible. You just get sick. Cause you're not I- supposed to do it. No shit, you're not supposed to take a nap right after either. But I did that too, cause I fucking thought I was gonna fucking puke everywhere. It's fine. Go to the it, doctor. No, yeah. So you know what they'll tell you? Don't sleep and definitely don't get drunk. Yes. <laughs> so what the fuck is the point of going? <laughs> don't don't do anything fucking fun or anything like completely necessary. Oh, and here, by the way, have some Tylenol. Fuck that. Well, they're not gonna give you like opiates or anything. They're gonna make you pass out. You know, well, they're gonna be like, oh, a concussion, eh? Well, how about some Ambien? That's not. <laughs> The last time I broke my ankle, they wouldn't give me opiates because I've been in there. Like, I used to go there, like, at least uh, probably three times a year with a broken bone. And they're finally like, what the fuck are you doing? You're either a you drug know, addict I... or a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's both. It's a combination. But, uh, yeah, like, that, they're, they're literally I, – I must be maxed out or something. Like, they're not giving me shit ever again. Like, I could be fucking in a car accident with, like, a fucking severed spine. They're like, yeah, take some Tylenol, dude. You'll be all right. It's like the worst punch card ever. You know, you just, after a yeah. while, they take, they stop giving you stuff. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you don't really want to tell them. Like, if I uh, actually came in here looking for them, I would pay a fuck of a lot less money and just buy it on the street. <laughs> Like, that's not why I'm here. It's just a convenience while I'm here. Give me this shit. Listen, Doc, I know plenty of sleazy people, okay? I didn't have to come here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like they just get, they load boomers up with so many opiates that they're just, they're the, they're the opiate dealers, man. It's like 60-year-old people who, they, like, they have some weird disease that doesn't hurt, but the doctors seem to think it's fucking, like, torture on them, and they just milk that shit dry. Those are those, boomers are more or less the, the the biggest opiate drug dealers as far as like uh, prescription wise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully that won't be the case too much longer. I mean, you know, no. we know how all of that's going down with uh, with the uh, with the pharma folks and the uh, Department of Justice and all of that. So, you know, I mean, maybe that'll be a good thing because it looks like you're you're not getting any fucking oxys regardless, pal. So. You better hope that they clean up these streets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I don't care. To be honest, I wouldn't probably wouldn't even take them. Because that's a, that's a slippery slope when you've uh, been through what I have. So, Dude. fuck that shit. I probably wouldn't do it. I mean, ah, who the fuck am I kidding? Yeah, I would. <laughs> Oh man, I I don't know. Well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're all right. Uh, please don't take any naps uh, during the show. And I I do wonder 
because uh, we did a stream, guys, we did a stream that you can check out on the YouTube channel if you're one of our commuters uh, with the Liftwaffe podcast on Friday evening. And I thought a couple times, Spicky, that you fell asleep. Did you have a concussion then? No, I didn't fall asleep. Why the fuck would I fall asleep? I don't know. You just went silent for a long time. So I thought, oh, maybe he passed out. I know he's had a long day and I know he's been drinking and cutting down trees. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. And actually it happened like immediately first thing yesterday morning. So cause I didn't get, I didn't get it done. I fucked my chainsaw up. So I had to go and uh, get another chain and a new bar. So uh, yeah, it was like first thing, get the new chain on. Things starts ripping and fuck a tree comes down on my head. Pretty sweet. Well, you know, I mean, I, I can't say that's, <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, I was out there in a fucking, in flip flops, a fucking baseball hat, a cutoff shirt and gym shorts. So it wasn't exactly like, uh, you know, it didn't meet OSHA standards or anything. <laughs> so you're saying you kind of deserved it perhaps. Uh, yeah. I'm saying like, if I had at least worn boots, I wouldn't have been hit in the head most likely. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're okay. I was asking for it. Oh, well, I'm glad you're okay. Um, we've got uh, we got an interesting one uh, for, for you guys. Lots on immigration. We're not gonna uh, things. These things happen so fast that hopefully we're not gonna have to rehash too terribly much uh, of things that you might have heard on other pro programs or, or read yourself. Uh, we'll try to keep it uh, concise. Uh, Mexico added again. I have no idea what is going on towards the, uh, the the whole border is a mess and anywhere close to it, it's an absolute mess. Uh, Hillary Clinton just won't go away. We've got some stuff out of North Korea. Uh, we got a, some nice culture stuff, uh, all of which is related to Roseanne. Got some nice stuff on the midterms. Um, you know, we do have that primary for, what is it, like five states. Uh, I know like uh, New York uh, is one of them, like Colorado, I believe is another, um, that uh, is coming up on the 26th, stuff that we'll get into the day after it happens. Uh, and more or less, there's just been so many leftists behaving badly that um i don't know it's it's kind of that was the majority of our articles before i had to like condense it down i was like we can't just do a whole show on like you know how crazy these people are but i'm, I'm sure you've heard a lot of it uh so we got rid of all of that but um man i don't know it's been about 11 whole minutes of talking about concussions and opioid addiction what do you think we put the pedal to the metal and give these people what they really want? Some good old-fashioned Republican edgy boy journalism. Yes, sir. Let's get it done. You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. Buckle up, motherfuckers. Womp womp. That wonderful sound that uh, has the. It, it's a meme that I'm happy is is not going away because you could say it, and boy does it upset people. But did you know this? I mean, it's been four days, um, so maybe you heard it, maybe you didn't. That 10-year-old with Down syndrome, that uh, how absolutely dare you, sir? Well, it would assume, or it would uh, uh, 
not assume that's the wrong word. Like, maybe I do need that. That that's like a Red Bull. Um, it would happen to be. Yeah, that that kid was saved from smugglers. Um, that's something that has been warned about. That's something that we've brought up. That's something that any person who's not a demon, um, or a complete fucking retard would assume is going to happen. But I thought that that was neat. I'm not going to touch too much on it outside of this is exactly what we knew was going to be the case. And then we know that the crying girl in the time cover was never separated from her parents. Uh, she had actually been deported in 2013 and um, left her husband who, who had a job and, 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 and all these kids and, and paid a coyote to sneak her into the U.S., she was never actually separated from her child. These are just the types of, of unverified uh, nonsense antics and propaganda that the left loves to prop up. These are supposedly journalists. Now, whether they knew or it was just a great photo, I guess we'll never know. Because it's a mixed bag of the ignorant and the malicious. And being a good person, I always... I always like to assume that they're just stupid before they're being malicious and, and, and terrible and lying. I assume that they didn't know about the 10-year-old actually being rescued from a smuggler or that this child wasn't separated from her whore mother. But there are bad people out there, and we know who they are, and they have a history of this. So... I'm going to hold all of these journalists to the same standard because if you do something wrong and it was a mistake, you should at the very least apologize for it. Now, we on the right can never apologize because as soon as we do, they dogpile on you. But anybody with any sense of journalistic standard should say, I'm sorry we were wrong and not start a fucking GoFundMe like that chick who saw uh, that 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 vet's tattoo and said, Oh my God, he's a Nazi. If you're a journalist, you should at least check a little bit more than Spicky and I do. I mean, we'll apologize when we're wrong, but when was the last time that happened? Well, we saw some great stuff from president Trump. Um, Trump says illegal immigrants should be deported with no judges or court cases. This is um, some fantastic stuff here. This is a Trump tweet. We cannot allow all of these people to invade, invade our country, capitalized country, because, you know, why not? When somebody comes in, we must immediately, with no judges or court cases, bring them back from where they came. Uh, bring them back from where they came. Our system is a mockery to good immigration policy and law and order. Also, he capitalized it. So maybe he thinks that it is mocking the television show, but I don't know. Fine, you know, Dick Wolf. Most children come without parents. Our immigration policy, laughed at all over the world, is very unfair to all of these people who have gone through the system legally and are waiting online for years. Immigration must be based on merit. We need good. We need people who will help make America great again. So they're still bitching about the zero-tolerance um, policy. But... This was brought to me, and I am going to say take it with a, take it with a bag of salt, uh, as I'm not 
exactly sure whether or not this is uh, this is true. But you know, we just pulled out of the UN, uh, you know, the, the human rights, uh, you know, fan club. Uh, with, you know, like Saudi Arabia and Iran and like all these other terrible people. Um, but it was brought to me that it possibly could have been a, a statute of theirs to say, okay, uh, you know, asylum seekers, you got to take them in. Because you notice that they're they're now uh, not even called undocumented migrants or anything. They're all asylum seekers. All of them are seeking asylum. And that's because we've got a lot of American lawyers down there that are prepping uh, these individuals on exactly what to say so that they can say, well, I'm seeking asylum because I had a death threat. Or uh, as Jeff Sessions pulled the rug out from under that recently, it was, well, I had a boyfriend who beat me. Or I, it's bad. When in reality, a lot of it is, well, I didn't like it that much. Have you been to Mexico? Honduras is a horrible place. Did you know I lived in a, in a, in a shithole? I lived in a terrible place and I'm seeking asylum. But to say exactly what should be said... These people should be taken and sent right back around. Why are we clogging up our courts? Ted Cruz had the brilliant idea of we can uh, process a lot more of these asylum seekers and very quickly if we hired more judges. Well, the libertarian in me doesn't like that, but it also seems like a giant waste of fucking time. We could get 300 more judges. I believe we have around 200 now that are, that are just processing this. And it takes a while, and children are getting separated from their smugglers. I like this. I don't know how much it's going to, to hold up. I mean, it is a Donald Trump tweet after all, but it's, it's nice, especially when the media's reaction after Trump said, okay, fine, we're going to keep the families together. <laughs> He's essentially saying we could keep them back together right the fuck where they came from. But did you notice how the media went after Donald Trump when he said, we're going to keep the families together? They were like, Trump bows to pressure instead of Donald Trump. What a nice guy. Compromise. Those were never the words used. It was bows to pressure, putting in a position of looking weak, a position that Donald Trump doesn't like at all. So I like that he's using words like invaders. I like that he's saying that they're uh, just invading the country, that they're, they are, are, are breaking in here because that's just the truth. But I don't know how far it's going to go. I'm just, uh, I'm not going to go down that Black Hill, uh, Black Pill Road where, oh, Trump cocked, fuck Trump, Zog. Because this is the guy that we elected. And I, I, zero tolerance isn't going away. Uh, no matter what the polls might say about Republicans or whatever fashy goy1488 might tell you on Twitter, it seems to be working pretty well. I don't know, Spicky. I, uh, I thought this was a, a bold move uh, by the president. Yeah, they, they keep getting more and more bold and more and more extreme. They are just pissing off their fan base. More and more than people think. Did you see the um, walk away campaign that was started? What? No, no. What is the walk away campaign? Um, apparently, there's a guy uh, started it on Twitter. It's a hashtag with a bunch of Democrats basically telling their story as to how and why they're fed up with the uh, 
the DNC and basically giving a here's the here's the point where I decided this is it. Like people, you know, were I mean probably exaggerating a little bit, saying that they come from five generations of Democrats and uh, they're done with the propaganda. They see how the fake media is working and uh, they're done with all the fucking bullshit that the left is pulling. These people are trying to get ICE agents killed right now. The left. Uh, they're fucking... If, if doxing them wasn't enough, now you have Maxine Waters basically going out and saying, yeah, fucking go harass... Go harass the Trump family. Go harass. Uh, mm-hmm. Go harass the cabinet members. Pile this on with them driving the immigration down your throat. And even if it is, you can point out to them a million times that this was an Obama policy, and they just yeah whatever. But Trump's in office now; it's all his fault. But people are waking up to that shit, man, and it is happening at a staggering rate. We've been right for a long time saying there's not going to be a blue wave. No. Not even close. It's the red wall. And I'm trying to find the article uh, about um, it, it's outright said, like, fine, self-deport and you can go be, be with your families. I, I, I know I sent it to you. And then we've got uh, I mean, we're going to talk about Maxine Waters uh, in the second hour uh, with just the absolute oh insanity there. Yeah. Um, but shoot, why can't I find this? Because well, it was a great it's, it's more it's more or less, man. This all leads this, this is all the, the whole immigration thing and these fucking sob stories and this made up bullshit and the lie from time magazine. Once this gets pointed out to these people, to their followers, to their voting base, it's got to be fucking eye opening to them. Just how extreme it's one lie after another one bullshit story after a fucking another, it doesn't end. And then it's just getting more and more extreme with the Russia shit. I mean, it's, Oh man, it's getting fucking pretty out of hand. Well, we're taking a break from the the Mueller thing uh, this week, guys. I mean, you could, you know, yeah. you've, you've probably heard about, uh, what is it, Stephanie Moyer. Uh, there's photos of her now, the, uh, the, the lady who called us all retarded, which, not to take away from her point, was pretty rude, I think. Uh, I can't find that article, but... Um, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not really it's not really that important. Basically, like if you want to be with your fucking kid, get the fuck out. Uh they they uh basically God damn it, I thought I had everything I thought I had everything all in order. And I never do. I never have everything uh, all in order at all. Um whatever. But uh yeah, you can you can uh you can sign a paper saying you won't fucking come back, and then you can go and be with your fucking little Mexican jumping beans. Um, so there's there's big leaps being made towards uh, helping border security, and I think it's silly to think that there's not. It's it's obviously not happening at the rate that I I wish that it would, but like I, I don't know what we can expect. And you know when you've got people like this fella here, he's a Mexican presidential candidate who honestly Andreas Lopez Manuel he. Uh, he looks pretty white to me. Um, Mexican presidential candidate, uh, Mexican fella. He actually has his own, uh, yeah, Andre, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, and then they put in parentheses AMLO. I guess he has his like own thing. So that's, I mean, nobody nobody really gets to do that. Declared mass immigration to the United States a human right for all North Americans during a speech Tuesday. And soon, very soon, after the victory of our movement, we will defend all the migrants in Amer- on the American continent and all migrants in the world. Uh, he added that 
immigrants must leave their towns and find a life in the United States. He then declared, uh, he then (laughs) declared migration a human right we will defend. Dude, even Mexico knows Mexico sucks. You know, it's not just Vicente Fox, like, going after Trump to try to remain relevant. Imagine running for president of a country and being like, this place sucks. You ought to, you ought to go somewhere else. Uh, and that is where I believe it was like four of the five of the Mexican uh, presidential candidates. That's where they landed on this. They even, uh, you remember we talked about it not too terribly long ago, with them campaigning in fucking California. Like, what is wrong with this country? I mean, do you want a wall, Mexico? Because this is how you get a wall. They're actively campaigning for get out of here and go to the U.S. Do they not understand we have not stopped renegotiating NAFTA? We will fuck you. We're America, bitch. We prop up your entire shitty country. We can pull the plug on that in a fucking heartbeat. It's very, very silly. I don't know how anybody can look at this and say, that's a serious country. You know who's less serious of a country? Us, right now, for not saying, you're sponsoring an invasion. This is an invasion. It's insane. This is absolutely insane. I'm not. I'm just not sure where to, where to even start with that. Uh, somebody should probably point out to this guy that their economy relies on us pretty heavily. Uh, the only reason why we haven't just pulled the rug out from under them and made a complete economic collapse there is because of the influx of migrants that would come here. Now they're just actively saying, hey, get the fuck out. It's uh, it's really nice there. We'll give you some pamphlets, some places you guys can relocate to. Uh, just go. Just uh, go, go have a nice life somewhere else because it's hell here. Well, that's the thing is like, honestly, the, it... Uh... They they should be uncomfortable here. And you would think to like the average American, I'm still trying to find this fucking article. Um, Just to the average American, like living on welfare is not good. You know, it's, uh, it's not what you would want to do. It sucks. You can't buy iPhones. Um, It's a, it's a bummer. And you live in a, live in a dangerous shithole, but dude, they are, uh, like this is a step up and this is what's happening. All I found the article. This is what's happening all throughout Europe as well. Is they're like, Oh, why would they come here and whatever? Of course, they're just going to like look for jobs. No, because they're not like you because it's a step up to live in American squalor. That is how fucking great the Western world is. It, it, it looks like squalor to us, but the thing is they're used to wiping their ass with newspaper. If they're lucky enough to be able to beat up the newspaper guy and take his newspapers to wipe their buttholes with. Otherwise, they're raw dogging it with their left hand and eating with their right one. Like that's that's just the way that it is. And it's the same way with the you know the Hondurans and all of that. They come over here and you would think like, okay, that's not a that's not a lot of money. Well, they're working under the table for nothing, picking fucking strawberries, setting back our technology. Uh, when you could have, I don't know, strawberry picking machines. Like, how cool would that look? I imagine it had, like, all these arms. It'd be something straight out of, like, some sci-fi stuff. Maybe, like, the spider from Wild Wild West. Like, it would be sweet. But instead, we've got these fucking assholes picking strawberries, getting their poopy hands all over it, and uh, they're, they're comfortable with that. 
They're comfortable with that. And not to point out the hypocrisy of the left being the, you know, the Dems are the real racist type of tier stuff, but this is, uh, it, it, they're making these people work for substandard uh, bullshit. It's, oh, who else is going to do the jobs? Machines, perhaps, or I don't know, 16-year-old kids. Why don't we put 15-year-old kids to work after school three, four hours a day, build some character, picking strawberries? That's great for their. Uh, that's great for their character. That's great for the, the economy. Uh, we're employing actual Americans. You know who would do those jobs? Who would? I, I guarantee you, there'd be people to do the jobs. And, and they're fine living in squalor in uh, studio apartments with eight of them. It's not any different. Except now they have running water. I don't. You, running water is not a right. All right, living in America and being around Americans is not a right. It's, uh, they're willing to drag us all down with them. Because if you live in an apartment complex that has eight of these motherfuckers in a one bedroom, dude, your apartment sucks. They're always like, you know, you got, even if they're neighbors, it's like at all times during the day, they have some mariachi band. And it's like, it's Wednesday, Miguel. Like, dude, it's 10 a.m. What are you doing drinking Coronas? Oh, I, yeah, I'll go to work later. And it's like, okay, maybe he's going to go to work later. And then the night shift takes off and then they come in and it's da 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 And it's more fucking Coronas and it's fucking midnight. And then your shit goes down. Your property value goes down. These people, they, it's, it's not even just from, I mean, it's a resources-based argument that I'm trying to make. And that's a, uh, an argument that works with a lot of people. It's the, 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 the state of your neighborhood goes down. It's all da 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 it's frustrating, but they are happy to, to be there. They're not just happy to have the shit jobs. They're happy to have a shit life because they get Gibbs me dats. I, they're, 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 they're stealing identities. They're getting the Gibbs, and then they're working uh, off the table, off, you know, it, it, uh, under the table. I don't think people realize. I think we all realize that. You and me and, and Spicky, we all realize that. But your liberal aunt who, like, drinks wine at three in the afternoon and has some weird marketing job like you know you're not exactly sure what it is but she doesn't have any kids and she never will she doesn't get that until they move into her fucking neighborhood and then she'll probably seduce one of them and then they'll move into her house and then you got a whole nother problem but i it's, it's frustrating dude it's so fucking frustrating sorry you you go and then i've got this article finally yeah the uh the left only pretends to show compassion for these fuckers because those are voters getting tossed back over the fucking border. Those are the leftist voters. Those are lots and lots of them that are getting fucking removed right now. They don't fucking, they're not going to adapt to this culture. I mean, you can tell them a million times, hey, asshole, we have running water here. You're used shit tickets. <laughs> we put those in the toilet and we flush them. There's no need to throw them on the floor or put them in a fucking trash bag That's where the they're just fucking stink all fucking day dude that's it's the, terrible that's the asians like uh no the mexicans do it too do they really dude oh no, yeah that's I, I i like i know the indians do it and then uh like the koreans are, are are like they just that's just not what they do there i mean i don't know uh and then you don't want to tell them you can flush stuff because then all of a sudden they're flushing baby wipes <laughs> and all the like you know like goat's heads wrapped in paper towels and shit and it's like what are you doing flushing paper towels crazy no but uh it's yeah, it's an, I don't know. It's an absolute disaster. It just makes me mad. But here's that article on this. Kids in exchange for deportation. This comes from the Texas Tribune. Detained migrants say they were told they could get kids back on the way out of U.S. Central American men separated from the men 
separated from their children and held in a detention facility outside Houston and are being told they can reunite with their kids at the airport if they agree to sign a voluntary deportation order. Uh, according to one migrant at the facility and two immigration attorneys who have spoken to to detainees there. So I don't want to be accused of spreading fake news, but this is, this is where this is coming from. Take it up with the Texas Tribune. I don't trust one migrant and two immigration attorneys because we know how trustworthy these assholes are. A Honduran man who spoke with the Texas Tribune Saturday estimated that 20 to 25 men who have been separated from their children are being housed at someplace in Polk County, Secure Adult Detention Center, a privately operated U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement facility where men located 75 miles outside Houston. He said the majority of those detainees had received the same offer for reunification in exchange for voluntary deportation. And I'm not going to go into all this because it really doesn't matter, but that's, that's a great way to go about it. Like, uh, if you want to complain about not seeing your quote-unquote kid, you know, because a lot of these guys are smuggling, um, get the fuck out. Out, out, out. Take their coats. They're not going to need them in Honduras. It's, uh, don't tell me it's not a win. Don't tell me that this isn't being handled. Because I think it's absolutely being handled. I I just, uh, man, that's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. We got nothing but like anger, I, I, I just angry things at this point. But um, I'll give you the final thoughts here on uh, on uh, where immigration policy is is headed, Spicky. Well, I mean, if this if this part is true, which who the fuck knows? Like you said, if it is or isn't, uh, pretty good deal for uh, for all of us, right? You go see your kids, and uh, then you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, uh. It, little things like this can make a huge fucking difference in the long run. Uh, obviously, a wall would be ideal. That's that's going to be quite difficult at this point. I think after 2018, I mean, it's being built. It's being reconstructed where there's a fence, and it's being repaired where there is shit. Uh, more importantly, it's being patrolled, and people are being fucking tossed out of the country. Uh Buy their fucking underwear, dude. Like, let's give them a nice wedgie and then just, over you go there, Padre. Yeah, you see that river fucking trebuchet over that fucking thing. (laughs) I mean, that that was kind of my ideal. uh, Just, you know, build the wall and then fucking launch them back over it. Oh, man. Sometimes you miss. Sometimes you miss. I don't know. (laughs) You know. Uh, Yeah. Oh, boy. You're listening to Right to Brighton. We're America, bitch. Freedom City? Going beyond sanctuary, Austin, Texas, vows to curtail arrests. This one's maddening. This is, you might have heard about this by now, guys. And if you hadn't, I'm, I'm sorry. Settle in, strap in, put on your seatbelt. Because we're going just very quickly right towards the wall and... and Ever since the Texas legislature last year passed one of the country's most aggressive anti-sanctuary city laws, some enclaves have fought officials over the extent to which police can ignore federal immigration law. The state regulation known as Senate Bill 4 has been described by opponents as the show-your-papers law for allowing officers to ask the immigration status of anybody arrested or detained. Um, Also, if you work in a meatpacking factory uh, in a lot of places, including Ohio, you're getting raided, bitch, and it's nice. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go home to mommy. 
Uh, Republican Governor Greg Abbott signed the law in May 2017, and Austin was among the first cities to challenge it in, in federal court. The law is court currently in effect while a case against it proceeds. The Trump administration, in the midst of illegal battles against some states and cities for their sanctuary policies, has cheered Texas, even as uh, officers in cities such as Houston and Austin have rarely used the law to ask immigration questions. Why? Why? Some cities have indeed followed a part of the Texas law that calls for police to hold detainees believed to be in the country illegally. The White House has said dozens of sanctuary cities and counties in the country are breaking federal law uh, for not fully cooperating with immigration authorities and has threatened to withhold public safety grants from them. The Texas governor has shared a similar argument and echoed Attorney General Jeff Sessions in his belief that sanctuary cities promote crime. Amid the controversy over sanctuary cities, Austin this month uh, took its fight against strict immigration law enforcement a step further by declaring itself to be the first freedom city in Texas. City council members unanimously passed two resolutions last week that will restrict police attempts to question immigrants about their status and curtail arrests for nonviolent crimes. This is the big one. They not only can't be like, okay, dude, I'm going to need to see your ID curtail arrests for violent crimes. One of the new city resolu resolutions requires officers who question immigrants about their status to also say that their questions about immigration need not be answered. The other resolution uh, directs police to avoid arrests for misdemeanors, including those for smoking marijuana, having drug paraphernalia, and taking a part in petty theft. Crimes that the city data shows frequently end in arrests of black and Latino residents. So, wait a sec. If a guy who shouldn't be in this country anyway steals my bicycle while he's high and has a meth pipe on him, oh well? I wonder how that would play out if it was uh, a white tweaker, but they're, I'm, I'm reading this right, Spicky, right? Like, I mean, that scenario is not completely implausible. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it says. I mean, uh, nonviolent crimes, it's alarming. It's uh, unbelievable is what it is. Intimidation, is that, a, is that considered a violent or a nonviolent crime? Uh, uh, intimidation, I would say, is probably a nonviolent crime, but criminal threatening, I would think, would be. So if you send something to a minority on the Internet saying, you know, oh, I'm going to cut your dick off, you know, um, that could get you in more trouble than stealing an iPad high on heroin. Is that right? Yeah. And paraphernalia. So, you know, loaded with needles and shit. Hmm. That's, that's, that's just, um, I can't imagine how that's going to go wrong at all. I mean, it should be fine, right? You know, no, it, it, nobody, nobody cares about anything that they own that's under $500, right? Uh, nothing bad will come of it either. I mean, uh, that's what you're doing is you're buying this shit just to give it away anyways, right? Well, it's, uh, it seems like it. And, and it's part of a greater push. I think. Do you remember when we were talking about this when they had the CNN town hall thing? And I thought this is never going to take off. Um, don't call the police on black people. It's like a death sentence. 
And you saw that big push, and I thought, that's silly. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to do And then it kept going. I forget who it was. It was somebody on Tree Twitter. Uh, their sister would not call the police on these two black guys that were prowling around in the backyard. Because it's like a death sentence, Picky. It's like a death sentence for black people if you call them. They just come right out and say it. Just come right out and say, like, hey, man, if you're not white, you can just do whatever you want. Yay! Anarchy! It's it's not that awesome punk rock anarchy that I always thought it would be. But that that's where, I mean, I, I'm reading this right. Drug paraphernalia. They don't specify, like, just a joint. You can say, if you smoke weed outside of my 7-Eleven, you're allowed to. And if I, if I call the cops on you, I will be publicly shamed because it's essentially a death sentence. And then you will get away with it if you are melanin blessed. Is that right? Because apparently, this is the reason for it. Poor people of color in our city are over-punished and over-incarcerated. They commit more crimes, dickhead! said Greg Kayser, an Austin City Councilman who pushed for the resolutions. If we are, if people are being arrested less, we can also prevent people from being put in the deportation pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that makes some sense. You know, uh, there's people that are illegal that don't do that shit and get away with it being in the country illegally all the time. You hear about it all the time, been here 25 years, and now he's getting deported. Just for a little drunk driving where he ran over a child. Oppressive racism. You faggot. We found that black and Latino residents comprise 75% of discretionary arrests for driving with licenses invalid in the city, even though they are 45% of the population of the city. Numbers aren't your fucking strong suit, are they, bucko? Black residents are seven times more likely to be arrested for low-level marijuana violations despite having comparable rates of usage of marijuana to white residents. Let me see your numbers on that. Are they college kids doing it in their dorm? I mean, I may be wrong, but walking around smoking the weeds and drinking a 40 like it's a scene out of the fucking wire is a great way to get busted, you 85 IQ retards. You know how you don't go to jail most of the time? Not all the time. Most of the time. You know how you don't go to jail or get arrested? Obey the law. And if you're going to skirt the law, then do it in the privacy of your own home. Like, it's nobody, nobody to the best of my knowledge is busting down doors saying like, he's got the weeds, get him, and shooting the dog. That's not a thing that's happening. You're like, right, and well, that did happen to this one black fella, Jamal, what's his head? You mean, I'm sure he had, you know, no warrant out for his arrest or anything. Well, he just missed a court date. He just missed a court date. Absolutely ridiculous. Hopefully this isn't another trend. We saw uh, the Philadelphia mayor, extremely excited, coming out of the, 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 the courtroom, dancing and dancing his nice little dance because it's a sanctuary city. It's a sanctuary city. These are criminal cities. They're outlaw cities. I don't know why they are uh, so excited about appealing to a voting block that can't fucking vote. But it's bad because you know they're going to fucking vote. It, uh, it can't become a trend. 
We've got to get rid. I mean, you know, Austin's thing is uh, keep Austin weird. You know, it is really weird. Just tactical anarchy. <laughs> it's killing me, Spicky. It's hurting my feelings a lot. I'm real upset over here. I'm sweaty. I'm mad. I don't like it. Yeah, it's going to turn into a fucking madhouse pretty quick. Uh, you're going to see people doing all sorts of stupid shit. And then, you know, what the, the big thing is, is you're going to see these scumbags like, oh, nonviolent crime shooting heroin out in front of an elementary school while kids are at recess. And what are, what are they going to do about it? Uh, nothing. They're just, get, uh, just uh, can you move along? Could you politely go somewhere else? No. Uh, it's really not hard to get arrested. Just obey the law. Maybe, you know... Uh, not be publicly intoxicated at 10 o'clock in the morning and slinging fucking drugs out in front of a fucking 7-Eleven where it's completely obvious and on camera. It's really not hard to get arrested or to not get arrested. It, it, it's really fucking easy, actually. This is going to be... I, hopefully it stays in Austin so everybody can just point and laugh at what a fucking disaster it'll be. But this, this if this becomes a trend, this is really fucking scary. Yeah. Oh, it is. And, uh, guys, this, this fella, um, uh, uh, his uh, Twitter is Greg I, Kaser. I don't know. It's Greg, G-R-E-G-C-A-S-A-R. That's G-R-E-G-C-A-S-A-R. Um, you know, he might, uh, he might like to hear from you. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll bet he might could do for some Kate Steinle pictures. I mean, I don't know. But uh, he he uh, he said he's a city councilman in Austin, and he he said that the new rules could prevent up to a thousand low-level arrests each year. Austin police arrest around thirty thousand people, so they're going to cut that down to twenty-nine thousand by ignoring the law. I, Fucking crazy! It's insane, and they unanimously the Austin City Council unanimously uh, said, "Yeah, this is great. This is fine." Yeah, what a what a great idea. What a great idea. You know, when I was a kid, they did a lot uh they did a lot of community outreach like with the Dare program, which was a huge waste of money, but uh you know, they made you aware of the laws and the punishment and the extreme punishment for such stupid shit. Yep, throw that all away. Now just go do whatever the fuck you want as long as it's non-violent. Well, here's the here's the funniest part here. Ken Cassidy, the Austin police, uh, uh, some uh, association, I think ASSN. I don't know, Assen, uh, uh, assistant. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm not a smart guy. Okay, I just know that like you you shouldn't allow uh, illegals to like run around like crazy. Said that although police the police union supported reducing arrests, misleading data were uh, cited to garner support with resolutions. Oh, what up? What a shock! Now, Spicky, hold on. I've got a, uh, I got another question I want to pose for you, because, because this is, this is odd. We do arrest more blacks and Hispanics, but the problem we have is that people do not want to look at the reasons why. Said Cassidy. Um. I, I, I don't know. Why could that be? Could it be that? Maybe they're committing more crimes. That can't be right, right? I mean, he does say we will not tolerate being called racist. Uh, to us, this is a symbolic move. Uh, when you know he's, uh, you know, he added that officers do not regularly ask for immigration information when making arrests or writing tickets, and it's a symbolic move. And you know, um, kind of a cuck, you know. But you got to think Austin, Texas, right? But what 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 could it be? I don't know. I don't know why they arrest more blacks and Hispanics 
for just uh, petty theft and, uh, you know, smoking weed and, and all of that. I mean, I like how they're resorting to marijuana, too. I mean, it, there's, there's no way it's just fucking just marijuana. No. It's fucking assholes. No. It's out, of, it's out of control fuckery is what it is. That's the oddest thing. Well, we got one, we got one more before we, uh, before we hit the break here. Um, and this is a fun one. This one kind of got uh, glossed over from the Washington Examiner. Hillary Rodham Clinton raised more than $1 million this week off an appeal critical of President Trump's zero-tolerance policy at the U.S.-Mexico border and is now giving it to pro-immigrant and pro-asylum groups protesting the president. In an email, she also urged supporters to hold or attend protest rallies uh, against Trump. There's what her email said. And I can't do a Hillary Clinton impression, I'm sorry. Since I reached out to ask this community to step up and support the groups working to protect and reunite families that have been separated at the border, you've raised more than $1 million that uh, will be split between the teams at the ACLU, the Asylum Seeker Advocacy Project, the Florence Immigrant and uh, Refugee Rights Project, Human Rights First, Kids in Need of Defense, La Union del Pueblo and uh, Intero, which I think is probably, uh, what is that? Uh, it's like the union of people entering. Um, the uh, Which, you know, what a, what a fucking mess. Uh, the Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services, United We Dream Action, We Belong Together, and Women's Refugee Commission. To each and every single person who made a donation, no matter how big or small, Thank you. You may have heard about the White House just announced executive order. It will mean more families and children are kept in detention centers or in jails for longer. And it doesn't offer a plan to reunite families already separated. This is not a solution. The solution is apparently to send them all to Austin. Right now, uh, protests, marches, and other events are being organized across the country for Saturday, June 30th. Uh, to demand our government stop treating these children and their parents like criminals. Take a moment to find one near you, and then you'll uh, join millions of Americans in standing against this cruel practice. One mother unable to find their infant or one child being kept in a cage. Bullshit. Would be unacceptable. What's happening right now is a crisis so overwhelming that it is difficult to know how to best to help. But your voice is needed now more than ever. Please sign up for a rally in your community or host your own event. Then you can like all fucking blow me and, you know, she's, you know, should be in prison. But uh, what I, I – these people aren't going away. I mean, I'm not shocked by this. But you have a, a, a former candidate actively working against uh, – Acting actively working against the person that she got blown the fuck out by. We've never seen anybody like Obama or Hillary. I mean, you remember, say what you want about George W. Bush. He was a complete piece of shit, but he went the fuck away. It was mostly because people didn't like him. Hillary apparently can't take the hint. Nobody likes her either. Uh, there will be, on the 30th, uh, some of these marches. I, I'll try to find them during the break because I'm going to be heading down to one in Cincinnati. Uh, good to know that they're still going to be doing them. I encourage you all to go to those things. But what do we think? Oh, Hill Dog here. I mean, she's just one piece uh, raising the raising the funds right now to uh, to push her agenda after her agenda lost. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really a couple things going on. I think with her is uh, one. I think you're right that she can't take a hint. But realistically, she was probably the worst candidate they fucking sent up there from the DNC to the debates even. I mean, it was fucking disaster 
The fucking FBI and the DNC couldn't get that woman to win. After they fucked Bernie, they still couldn't get that woman to win, dude. She won't take a hint. She can't get out of the spotlight. Yeah. Nobody likes. I don't her. know if she ever will. I don't. I don't think she ever will. I think she she still thinks she's uh, America's sweetheart, and I think she probably believes she's actually president. But <laughs> the other thing is, is how much of uh, what's going on with her, Obama, Brennan, uh, Comey, is them fucking scared? Yeah, just shaking to the core, doing anything they can to muster up and rally up the troops. It's not working. <laughs> it's doing the exact opposite. If you had shut up and just gone away, things probably would have been a lot better for her. Well, we've got, I mean, we have more of that in the second hour, but uh, as long as we're sort of on the subject of it right here, what they're trying to do is cause a fucking civil war. I mean, you've got Pelosi saying, like, I'm surprised there's not an uprising in this country and, you know, uh, clocking around with her with her dentures and what have you. And then you got, you know, oh, I'm going to raise money for this anti-Trump shit. You got George Soros, like, doing his whole thing uh, with the with the as we talked about uh, many moons ago with, uh, you know, judge races over in California, all of that. They're trying to rile up these totally deranged psychopaths. And we will get to Tom Arnold later. Don't worry. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I've never seen somebody in such a, a, a shitstorm. I mean, even people, I've been around people uh, having a bad time on LSD, you know? They don't act like this even. They make more sense than than what this is. It's, uh, I hope a jail cell awaits a lot of these assholes, but I, I don't think Hillary's going to prison. I just, uh, I wish they'd just go away. And I don't know how we make them go away uh, except winning big in 2018, going and counter-protesting their stuff. I will get, uh, I will get this uh, by uh, by the time we come back at some point during the second hour. I'm going to get it uh, uh, available to you where you can find the map of um, of where they're going to be. I expect you guys to go down there on the 30th. I'm going to, so um, that'll be that'll be good stuff. But uh, let's go ahead and hit that break here, Spicky. Unless you got anything else? Nope. All right, guys, we will uh, see you in just a bit. Um, hopefully everything's working fine. This is our first time using Streamlabs OBS. Uh, and then we got a shirt. We we got a shirt, so you can you can buy that if you'd like. Uh, Bo made it, and that's cool. So we'll see you in a sec. OIWD presents Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. North Korea erasing most anti-U.S. propaganda. Nix the warheads, cue the dubs. The North Korean government, this comes from New York Post, so you can, you know, feel the New York Postiness of uh, the article here. The North Korean government is erasing much of its anti-U.S. propaganda following dictator Kim Jong-un's foray into the world stage. Gone are the posters depicting the U.S. as a rotten, diseased pirate nation and promising merciless revenge on American forces for an imagined attack on the totalitarian country. Um, except those rods from God. We know that Thomas Wichter is really big into that. So those definitely, I'm sure, happened. In their place are cheery messages touting praising the prospects of Korean reunification and the declaration Kim signed in April with South Korean President Moon Jae-in. Prom uh, uh, promising lasting peace, uh, according to reports. 
Still the most isolated country in the world, very few North Koreans have access to news and information from outside the world, so state propaganda plays a huge role in shaping their views. Murals, banners, and posters displayed throughout the capital, Pyongyang have for decades depicted the U.S. as a brutal imperialist, imperialist aggressor hell-bent on destroying the North Korean regime. South Korea and Japan were also frequently targeted as willing allies of the U.S., but things started to take an Orwellian turn in the run-up to Kim's June 12th summit with the president, with old posters vanishing since then. All the anti-American posters I usually see around Kim Il-sung Square, uh, Kim Il-sung was uh, Kim Jong-un's dad. Or Kim, uh, no, Kim Il-sung was uh, uh, Kim Jong-il's dad. Um, and he's like, he's president for life. He's like ghost president for life. It's like fucking hilarious, but... Um, they've all gone. Rowan Beard, a tour manager at Young Pioneer Tours, told uh, Reuters, in five years working in North Korea, I've never seen them completely disappear before. And it goes on and on. Um, so that's good news. <laughs> Donald Trump, so charismatic, he killed the propaganda. <laughs> Pretty soon it's just going to be like, you know, Dennis Rodman, Donald Trump. They're going to be reading Art of the Deal, eating like... Stuff cross pizza backwards, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll see a Giuliani dressed up as a lady. Like, they're going to pause the shit out of that country. Don't get me wrong, dude. But uh, that's some good news, Spixter, don't you think? I mean, they uh, they don't hate us anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how the uh, left is going to spin this one. Like uh... He's a dictator! <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny, though. Uh, you know, they were saying, we're not going to get shit out of this deal. We're getting fucked automatically. They're not going to destroy the nukes. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. Well, they're taking down the propaganda. So, I mean, that's that's basically, that's the face of it to all their people, which has been there forever. Uh, and, and somehow North Korean media is more pro-America than the, the American media, which <laughs> is really fucking wild. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Like it, it took it took all of like <laughs> two weeks, and now North Korean media loves us. Uh, meanwhile, our media is trying to undermine us. Before it was North Korean media was ah fucking kill the Americans, blah blah blah. Now it's like yeah, well, well hey, look, we work shit out. This is great. <laughs> meanwhile, our country like somehow we're getting fucked in this deal like <laughs> what the fuck man well, i wonder what they think of kim's like cousin or sister or whatever she was from from the olympics now you know it's like oh, what a traitor not giving that just tossing throwing shade on president on vice president pence that's that's the that's a fucking hot take right there spicky north korea's uh propaganda north korea's fucking media is uh more pro-trump than cnn that's how they're gonna spin it they're going to be like, look at that. This dictator loves him. You know, that's what they've been trying to do there. But, oh, that's that's oh, gold. I just, I, I just gave him an argument. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that this morning. I'm like, holy fuck. Uh, <laughs> wow. And uh, <laughs> CNN's the worst of the worst. Like, worse than anything in North Korea right now. Oh, man. No, I mean, I can't read Korean. I mean, every time... Uh, apparently, Korean is, like, just a little sidetrack thing. I don't know. Guys, this is kind of a flub episode. Whatever. I mean, we're kind of low information today. I, it's... Spiky has a concussion. I'm exhausted. I mean, you know. Yeah, whatever. Buy a shirt. Uh, we've got... <laughs> 
It's my new I'm answer not to anything. Excuses. You're making excuses. I am making for excuses. Me. I am. I am. Uh, but uh, no, Korean is is weird because like they always look like little monster faces to me. Like, but like doesn't gremlins. Yeah, I mean, they look like little guys. You know, like they're just like you know hanging out like little faces and shit. But uh, apparently, it, it's not as hard as it looks. It's um, it's like different pieces are different sounds, and you can piece them together. And you can even notice a lot of these same pieces in a lot of the the same characters. So it's. I don't know how interesting that is to anybody. It's just a little factoid. I, I used to live in Koreatown in uh, Los Angeles for a little while, and you know, you see that shit everywhere. And drunk Korean guy explained it to me. So, but I mean, you look at this thing. They've got some like bad Photoshop. Um, you know, with uh, Korea's all like made out of trees, and they got like Korean kids made out of statues. Like this one looks like it's about to eat a dove. Um, it's you know, it's it's there. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. that. I mean, I, I just thought that, that was great news. I thought that was great news that this is actually coming along just swimmingly. Um, these people in their, in their shitty little country, they, uh, they're being told to like us now. Um, it's, it's only the, like, the United States left that doesn't want peace and prosperity for North Korea. They want them to, like, nuke all of their friends in California, I guess. Yeah, sure seems it. Do you see the one at the the bottom right of this picture where the dude's throwing up a Roman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angrily throwing up a Roman. He's going Thundercats. Oh, like there's <laughs> <laughs> just like a random ninety. I don't know what that means. You know. Um, yeah, it's funny. And then they got the the th four dudes on the left who are like reenacting Iwo Jima with some fucking weird shit on a Korean flag. Well, no, they're all like trying to hold it up, but that's like the, the thing is like, it takes four of them to hold it up because they haven't eaten for like 12 weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that like flags like four feet tall and they're combined like six. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, funny. Is, it's actually pretty good art though. I kind of like it to be honest. Well, it's the same. It's the same, like, you know, style of the uh, uh you know communist era under uh kim il-sung um or you know kind of stalinist type of stuff like this is the type of like uh you know communist art or whatever that you know actual communists uh used to used to draw and you notice how like here it's like a man and a, and a woman and they're like holding i don't know that's whatever korean bible where like somebody else's god i don't know what they're doing but like that you know it's 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 not you you, you see nobody with pink hair uh or a man in a dress on like any of that it uh i don't know it's uh somebody needs to make us me and you spicky in some communist propaganda like i want the hammer and sickle and everything i don't give a shit i'm not gonna do it i'm too lazy but yeah i don't I'm know doing. how to do it otherwise i would i would definitely do it that looks pretty awesome let's just let's just like poorly put our faces onto this shit i don't even give a fuck anymore um that'll be good we'll make a mug like fuck yeah, you right. fuck the audience uh it, no <laughs> i'm going on that one with the dude throwing up the roman though for sure oh yeah like a smug face of yours like yeah that'd be great <laughs> i'll be the statue in the back i'll be like the little statue in the back um god i don't know yeah, the, for the people who can't see this like this is actually like pretty hilarious shit yeah well i mean i encourage everybody always to follow along at home while you're listening uh or you know you should just know this stuff we're not that smart of guys um so we got anything else on north korea i think we pretty much uh pretty much uh got all the meat off of that bone there um it's uh 
something the North Koreans can't say with your bone water soup. <laughs> Fuck North yeah, Korea. I'm going to I'm going to shop some Mike Cannon pictures on there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with his fucking terrible hair. <laughs> yep yep oh, i love mike one of these days we're gonna get him on the show but uh any anytime you see mike cannon like tweet anything just quote tweet it with hashtag ipa thoughts <laughs> i called him a fag <laughs> yeah took offense to that no that's, that's what you should do he's he's a nice guy and he's like you know one of those intellectual you know fart sniffer types but um it uh he's fun to troll on twitter yeah, like, it, oh, yeah. When you yeah. get like 10 people just telling him womp womp, like he it was just like, it was good. It was good. Um, <laughs> I think, he, dude, he's got to be just trolling. No, There's no, 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 no. Really? No, that's, really? that's, that's the best that the commies can bring is, is good old Mike. Why do they call it post rock cannon? <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty fucking funny. Ryder, uh, why don't you read any? books it's like well uh you want me to read your college textbook where it's just like white people aren't real deal with it here's a bunch of jewish shit like i'm not i'm not interested like i don't know why don't you like why don't you go watch uh curb your enthusiasm there that's a jewish thing that i like why don't you go watch that and we can discuss that because it has absolutely the same amount of academic merit as uh you know why white people don't exist by you know Julie mcfinkelstein so it's uh i don't know oh god yeah i don't know i don't know this is we're done with north korea um uh, it uh it's funny and this is a, this is a good way to uh to get right into uh what i wanted to talk about next this is right to Biden, the least listened to podcast on the internet Okay, so speaking of TV shows, ones that I liked, actually. Um, and you can make fun of me for it, guys. I, I don't care. Um, I, I watched it because of the initial, you know, cultural uh, thing. It was kind of like when you play the Powerball when it's a big number. You just kind of buy a ticket just so you can be part of the conversation. Um, Roseanne, our old Jewish friend Roseanne Barr. ABC orders Roseanne spinoff for fall minus Roseanne Barr. You know, because my favorite James Bond movie is just the villains. Uh, <laughs> you know what? What's uh? What, yeah, my my least favorite uh, my least favorite episode of Bugs Bunny had Bugs Bunny in it. You know, I was just I want nothing but Elmer Fudd. Um, I mean, I liked the episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond where Raymond wasn't there. Um, speaking feel free to jump in on this like we can do this for a little while we can riff off this for a little bit um what was it wyatt said uh uh what was it uh hermione granger and the sorcerer's stone <laughs> like, <laughs> it's called roseanne yeah like scooby-doo without scooby-doo yeah who doesn't love freddie and freddie and daphne solve a mystery like just uh shaggy the retard hanging out <laughs> like the burnt out fucking hippie just Talking to himself, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody loves the uh, whatever, the you know, Masters of the Universe without He-Man. Um, who doesn't love to watch an episode of Robin, the animated series? Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you knew they were going to do this. And we were saying that they're going to do this anyway. 
Um, because the thing that they hated about Roseanne, they loved that it got those ratings, but they hated who it got the ratings with, and they thought, we can make it for a smarter, more sophisticated audience. They're going to flub this up. They're going to do a bad job about it, and it's going to be pretty funny. It's going to be pretty, uh, well, not funny, haha, or funny like a clown. Funny how poorly they do at this. Because you know it's going to be, uh, 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 what's, the, what's the black-haired one's name? Uh, Jackie uh, and, and her tranny kid. Um, and, and that'll be it. I'm wondering what they're going to do to, to Roseanne. Are they going to have him die like they did in the last episode of Roseanne where, where, uh, it was like, oh, it was all a dream and Dan was dead after it got bad when they ran, won the lottery and all of that shit. What are they going to do? Are they just going to be like, uh, Roseanne was actually thrown in prison for hate speech for a tweet that she sent. Uh, yeah, I really have no idea. I haven't watched the, uh, the new episodes, but yeah, it's going to be something ridiculous like that. Or like she died in a fucking car crash or something along the, it's going to be really fucking boring. I bet it's not going to be interesting at all. And the show is obviously going to be brutally awful. The ratings are going to be fucking shit, which, uh, kind of, we all hope for They pissed off their whole audience. They pissed off their whole audience who was like, Hey, a family on TV that isn't living in Manhattan, and they're actually somewhat talking about something. Even the even the tranny kid, you know, that's something that uh, people are having to deal with in their families now. Like, ah, oh, shit. Like, I got a daughter who had a kid, and then he's running around wearing a dress, and like, you know, he's he's my grandkid, so I have to love him. But like, what are you doing? Like, this is you're messing up, and then you get a shitty little kid who's raising the kid, and then you know, it's like, oh, he's just creative. He wants to do what he wants, you know. It, um, you know, talking about pain pills and not having you know, all of this. And it wasn't like a Trump show and she wasn't even conservative. She was just a character that voted for Donald Trump. Um, and, you know, I mean, this wouldn't have lasted uh, longer than, than the one season anyway without it kind of getting kind of bad or whatever. I mean, you know, Roseanne's now on InfoWars and losing her fucking mind. And I don't know, she might kill herself or something. And, you know, that's, that is what it is. I mean, I kind of wanted to kill myself when she... Uh, you know, sang the uh, the uh, national anthem. Actually, I mean, I, I I say that, but I wasn't old enough for that to happen. But it, it was bad, and people yelled at her for it. Uh, but they were mad at the at the audience. They were mad that this was popular with some people that they resent, because they resent us. Okay, and I'm not talking about just you know people with quote unquote far right or even right leaning uh, sentiments. People that are not part of their coastal club, they work in wish fulfillment. That's what they do. And to them, they need to keep you with your eye on the prize about how you could have a perfect family, a multicultural family filled with tolerant people living in some coastal city. Like, boy, howdy, I never went to that Los Angeles. But one of these days, after we get these medical bills paid off, I think I'm going to take a trip out there. And then they never do, and they don't get to see how bad it is and how it's just like poop in the street. Like, you want to see a guy poop in the street, go to L.A. It's, uh, <laughs> that's where it is. But you would, it's amazing. You see the tourists, they're like shocked. They're like, this is not what I saw on TV. Uh, and then you go to like Rodeo Drive, and they're like, oh, neat. And they're like, get out. Everything is way too expensive. It's like, oh, I've got, I, I'll bet I can afford that shirt. It's how much? $2,500. Okay, so we're not doing that. <laughs> Uh, I tried to buy a shirt on Rodeo Drive once, and I was like, I like this shirt. How much is it? 
And, you know, I was dressed nice. I was working and stuff. And uh, she goes, that one, uh, $350. I go, oh, okay. And I just left. It's just a t-shirt. What the fuck? Well, it was a dress shirt. It was a dress shirt. But it was like a white dress shirt. You know, like the one I'm wearing right now. It was just like a white dress shirt. Except this one was pre-wrinkled. And I was thinking like, ah, oh, maybe it's just wrinkled. I can iron that out. You know, shows what a, uh, what a dummy I am. But uh, hopefully you can't hear that. But that uh, that's the light hitting the ceiling fan. Uh, <laughs> it's going to fall on me, dude. Still still battling that I thing, am, huh? dude. It's going to follow me. But uh, ABC ordered 10 episodes of the spinoff uh, after Barr relinquished any creative or financial participation in it, which the network had said was a condition of such a series. In a statement issued by the show's producer, Barr said she agreed to the, uh, to the settlement to save jobs of 200 cast and crew members who were idled when Roseanne was canceled last month. That's a big move. Uh, that's that's a, a nice person move on her part. Um, you know, I mean, she says, like, you know, she apologizes and all of that and stuff. Um, I mean, that's one of the first things that I thought of is, like, okay, like, even that, like, little queer kid on there, like, that's not really a, a, a tranny kid. That's just some kid actor who was like, oh, my goodness, I have this great break. And, you know, I mean, that's not exactly the break that you want. But, like, bam, shot down. Uh, that's, if you, if you look for the new episodes of Roseanne, you can't even find them on Hulu. They pulled them the next day. They don't, they don't do it. They just won't do it. They, I don't even, as far as I know, I don't think they even finished the series. That's, that's how much they wanted to take this thing down and reboot it for, you know, the right people. This is a big moneymaker, but the right people need to be watching it. They fucking hate you guys. Like, I want you to know that. Like, I know that maybe you think that you know that, but I want you to think of something like this. They won't even let you have a fucking TV show that might appeal to you. And maybe it's not your thing. And if you're going to sit here and be like, Zog TV, bleh, like, fuck off. I got Amazon Prime Video. I got Hulu and Netflix. All right. Eat a dick. I, I like the Zog vision. Uh, and, uh, you know, I can also eat like bad foods and like still live. So I'm the fucking Iron Man. What do you want? I, uh, I want you to take that in. Like, they won't let you have anything. They're better than you, and they know what's best. What you need to be watching is This Is Us and Modern Family. These rich people with rich people jobs. It's wish fulfillment. That's what you should want to be. Not a normal human being. You need to be a superstar. They resent you. It's funny how they talk about... <laughs> Working class people or, or poor people, I should say. They, they hate working class, but poor people. You can't. When is this going to turn around, man? I mean, this thing's going to be a laughing stock. I can't wait to see, like, the MAGA, uh, the MAGA moms on Twitter just trouncing this thing. Like, I mean, it's going to be bad. Well, fortunately for me, uh, most of them are blocked now, so I don't have to really worry about seeing that too much. Uh the only question I really have is, did QAnon predict this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Okay, good. I was just making sure. I mean, I get being pissed off at QAnon <laughs> posting, but uh, taking a show down because of it's a little excessive. No, no, of course. You know, QAnon predicted this. QAnon predicted this episode, actually. I uh, I, I was I was perusing the 4chans, and uh, he was like, Bryden's going to be really sweaty, and Spicky's going to have a concussion. Um, <laughs> He's literally a retard drooling on himself. <laughs> It just, uh, it, it kills me that 
I, I know I'm dead on with this, uh, you know, as with most things, but you can't, you can't have a show. There was one show on TV for working class people geared specifically towards that target audience and you can't have it, you know, nope. um, what is it? Uh, Tim Allen's show, I think might be coming back, uh, last man standing or whatever. Um, but you can't, you can't have it. And it's, uh, these are the loonies. These are the loonies that are in. Uh... Oh man, I should have gotten the actual. I think that the president Shit. is watching this. It's it's playing. I wanted to play it uh, for you as well. Um, entertain these people about Tom Arnold for a second. Uh, Tom Arnold says he has tapes of the president that have yet to be heard by the public. Now we know this to be absolute BS and totally false, um, but the balls on this fella. He was like, I hung out with Michael Cohen and like, uh, uh, he said he's going to help with my show to take down Trump. And I guess he has a new show where he's going to try to like take down Donald Trump. Um, it's going to be like, uh, what's that guy there used to fight in the, uh, UFC, uh, fucking Tim, the, the former green beret or whatever. Uh, can't think of his name right now. Uh, he, he did the, the Finding Hitler or Hunting Hitler show there. It's going to be kind of like that, except uh, hunting for shit to take down Donald Trump. It's, it's going to end up Fuck being Tom like... Uh, Tom Arnold is a total fucking loony, dude. Like, this guy has to be on meth or something. I just don't get yeah. it. Do you, uh, do you know if you say anything about Tom Arnold, he he searches his name on Twitter. Oh, and dude. he will find you. Wait, if does you he subtweet really? him. Oh, yeah, he'll find you. Oh, my I've God. Guess, I've got some awesome screen grabs calling him fat. And, like, uh, all of a sudden, he, like, he, I, I wake up the next morning and I, I see Tom Arnold quote tweeted me. It says, I'm tall and fat, Spicky. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So maybe we need to start Operation Tommy Boy and just quote, tate, quote tweet the fuck out of Tom Arnold and just retweet the crap out of it. Like, well, just sub, just subtweet him. He'll find it. But, uh, yeah, I think he's a guy you could probably just trigger into a fucking mental breakdown. Well, he's had several mental breakdowns. Like this, this is a good one here. Um, if this is one of the things that I think. Hold on. If it, uh, okay, let's see if it goes. I think that the president is watching this interview, and he knows that Michael Cohen and I. When I leave here, I'm going to go back to the Regency with Michael Did Cohen. I want you to listen for a second. Just look to take consider this, and I, I'm going to spend the weekend with Michael Cohen, and the president, and Donald Trump. Ivanka Trump, I'm spending the weekend hanging out with Michael Cohen, and there's a lot going on. Did, so did, and, uh, you've treated it, you've disrespected him and his family, and there's a lot going on. So Tom, he gets to sleep. That's that's good enough for so me. So, Tom, you are going to spend the weekend with Michael Cohen, the, the president's former attorney. Yes. Did, I have, did I have Cohen... so one person at a time, Felix Sater, all these people. That were that they were friends of him, and I've got one person at a time. Okay. So there me, are people from Trump's did, world. Did Michael Cohen tell you specifically that he is uh, working with the authorities? That he uh, has agreed to cooperate with the authorities uh, in their investigation? This is not dead air. This is just him sitting there. Still, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, this this is too important to me to f around, and you know the word I'm talking about. And I have a five year old son and a two year old daughter. <laughs> wait, wait, really wait, 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 Spicky, what word is he talking about when he says f around? Is he is he, is he saying it's too important to frolic around? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs>
<laughs> and you know what word I'm talking about after a good 10 seconds of silence of like, because if 17 he says, seconds of silence. Was it really? Yes. Oh man. What a dumbass! What a fucking retard. Okay, this is still a little bit more. And then uh, this is great here. Doing the show. And we're having fun with these Trump tapes. But this is serious to me, Poppy. And I'm not effing around. I, I'm asking you. No, I'm not you, saying you think did I am. Michael, did Michael Cohen tell you specifically, really just yes or no, that he is cooperating with the authorities? Should charges be brought? <laughs> it's still just silent. This is the 17 second one. He's just like nervously rubbing his face and, and shaking. Did this... he tell you? <laughs> what? Do you not want to answer the question? No. You don't want to answer the question? Right. Okay. Thank because. You. Will you let us know what you learn over the weekend since you're spending the weekend no. with Michael Cohen? No. Thank you for being here, Tom Arnold. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Like, dude, like, you gotta, you gotta take into consideration too. Like, he's on a very friendly network. All right, he's on a network, CNN. That they want to back this guy up. They want to back him up so bad. And I mean, that was that was awkward. That was a real awkward thing. And then you get this tweet from Michael Cohen. Appreciate Tom Arnold kind words about me uh, as a great father, husband, and friend. Uh, this was a chance public encounter in the hotel lobby where he asked for a selfie. Not spending the weekend together. Did not discuss being on his show, nor did we discuss POTUS. And then he uh, quote tweeted this. Tom Arnold did. Uh, you didn't like me on CNN either? That makes it unanimous. Get some rest, brother. Won't trouble you anymore. Last thing you need is my nonsense. Hashtag done. Hashtag ridiculous. Oh, and whatever you do, do not watch at Lawrence MSNBC. Um, this guy's having a breakdown, man. Like someone oh, yeah. needs to, someone needs to help him. Like it's like no what when you're too fucking nuts that like Roseanne leaves you. That's not like you can I. I, I don't I don't know like this guy couldn't fare well on the friendliest of networks I, that that's and they just they let the cameras roll was the thing and he kept doing this he just just rubbing his beard and shaking back and forth like it's it's sad when I see a lot of these celebrities just kind of lose it like uh Jim Carrey you know um I know we've had crazy celebrities and stuff before, but it just seems like in the era of Trump, this guy's nuts. And there's what, what's worse is there are people out there, just average Joe Schmoes that, well, okay. Average Becky Steinman's that are like, yeah, yeah. Tom Arnold's got the tapes. This is any second now, any second now. Like, where was that? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not going to bog people down with Tom Arnold, and I'm not going to look for it. But that one uh, interview we did recently with somebody, I don't even know. I think it was some Asian interviewing where he was just losing his mind. And he was like, and, and, and the Russians, they hacked our elections. And then the guy's like, okay, but where's 
you know, I'm just, just asking for, you know, any, any type of like evidence, a jumping off point here. And he's like, what the and loses it. This guy's unhinged. Someone help Tom Arnold. You should probably reach out to Tom Arnold on Twitter. It's at Tom Arnold and, um, you know, help him just really help him out. Give him some friendly words of support, uh, about, uh, you know, just about ways he can make his life better, I guess. Right. Yeah. He needs something. That was a little more than a brain fart. It was him sitting there thinking like, wait a second. Is it, Am I going to continue to lie or am I actually lying? Because I have no fucking idea at this point because my whole life is a lie and everything's fucking blurring together. That's what the it, well, it was a combined 27 seconds of fucking silence. And the, the last one there was that was brutal. That is his brain just shutting down like he was triggered. And he's like, uh, uh, you're not going to answer the question. Uh no 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 it was a, no, it was a, gotta, it was a nice little go. nice little humble no you know yeah I gotta go I gotta I gotta, I gotta go I've got kids which is fucking scary yeah right I um I I I don't know I uh that's that's rough but uh yeah we got uh yeah we got some we got some more uh we got some more stuff. From the OIWD studios, this is Right to Brighton. Let's talk midterms, all right? Big important year. Got a lot of stuff going on. What's going on, and how can you help? All right, so you might have uh, might have might have seen uh, however you say your fucking name. This uh, plain-faced uh, Martha Roby over in Alabama. Um, she was the cunt that was like, I will never, ever endorse Donald Trump. He is terrible. I don't know why I'm doing the, the old-time radio voice for that, but it's because it's stuck in my brain. Maybe I need some more Red Bull. I don't know. Or not enough Red Bull. I, too much Red Bull. I don't know. But, uh, so, anyway, she's running against, uh, Bright, and she got the endorsement from Trump. Now, this could be bad. Um, obviously, we've seen the endorsement of the president work in people's favor, uh, even at, <laughs> even at fucking... You know, two, three minutes to midnight. Um, you know, well, not really, not really. The exp- it's an expression. Um, but, uh, you know, he says here, uh, Congressman Martha Roby of Alabama has been a co- uh, co- uh, consistent and reliable vote for our Make America Great Again agenda, Trump wrote on a Friday morning tweet. She is a Republican primary runoff against uh, a recent Nancy Pelosi voting Democrat. I fully endorse, endorse Martha for Alabama's 2nd District. Brutal. Um, so Bobby Bright, uh, he, he, he used to, uh, be a Democrat. He was like, all right. And he, the, apparently the local papers are even running that, uh, he was a pretty conservative Democrat. Um, but he switched teams, you know, much like the, uh, governor of West Virginia, like the good people. It's fine. You've been a Democrat. That's okay. It's okay to like not be a, uh, this thing's gonna kill me, Spooky. I swear to God, that lady's gonna kill me. Um, it, you Sounds know, it, dude. Did could you hear that one that time? Oh yeah, I heard it the last time. That that one was way more loud than the last one. Yeah, it's gonna come falling down at any point. Uh, Masad out to get me with this stuff here. Next, they're gonna make my smoke alarms go off. Um, but so you know, anyway, he uh, he's he's a better guy than uh, than old Martha here. Um, I think how this happened 
was somebody got to Trump and he doesn't know what's going on in Alabama's second congressional district. Nobody does. All right. Um, it's a deep red area. And my, my call to you is something that we need to do for this as well as Corey Stewart. And we're going to get to uh, Corey Stewart here in a second. Guys, find the, and, and before you think like this is a shady thing, Bryden, um, I don't care because the Democrats do it all the time. The left does it all the time. It's fine to do this. I need you to call into places like Rush Limbaugh on Open Line Fridays. I need you to call into Hannity, uh, you know, whenever you can do this. Uh, I don't think he has like an Open Line Friday thing, but uh, Rush is perfect for Open Line Fridays. Call in and say, um, okay, so I'm looking at uh, Alabama's second, and Bobby Bright seems better because uh, Martha was over here and she's funded a lot of stuff. She never funded the wall and was against Donald Trump originally. Now, you need to bring up the fact that Donald Trump endorsing somebody doesn't necessarily mean that they should win or embrace the Trumpian agenda. We can look at this with Roy Moore uh, not getting endorsed and Luther Strange being endorsed. Now, we saw what we did to Roy Moore. It was very unfortunate. Uh, they, they really dragged this guy's name through the mud and then they somehow found like 3000 sassy black ladies in high heels that could barely support them to come out and miraculously vote for the guy. But she is swamp through and through. You got to send a message to the president and to any anti-Trump or even formerly anti-Trump Republican. Eat a dick, dumb shit. You're gone. We can't trust politicians. They don't get a, uh, a another chance here once they've gone against the president. And she's consistently done this because she has not funded the wall. She has a chance and she hasn't done it. She's in a runoff. So I need you to do me the favor. Find out what the big shows are in Alabama, especially in the, in the second, and call in. You have something to say. You hate Martha and you love Bobby. Now, is it shady? Yeah, kind of. The Democrats do it all the time. I've heard it. I heard them do it to, uh, uh, who was it? It was, uh, I think it might have been Rush. I don't know. But they after the big omnibus spending bill, they had people call in and act all demoralized. And like, I don't even know about President Trump anymore. And it's bullshit. But guys, it doesn't stop there because you need to do that with Corey Stewart. Okay? So, Virginia, find out who is big there. Who are the big radio guys there? They take calls. Uh, Albemarle GOP leader resigns over Stewart nomination. Robert E. Lee once wrote that it would be wiser uh, to not keep open the sores of war and commit to oblivion the feelings it endangered. But that hasn't stopped some partisans from making his monument in Charlottesville a conservative touchstone. A week after Corey, this comes from dailyprogress.com, so, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, a, a week after Corey Stewart was elected as the GOP's nominee for U.S. Senate, local business owner Richard Allen, uh, Richard Allen Fox, announced his resignation from the, I don't know how you say that, Albemarle County. I don't know. If you're from Virginia, I'm sorry. I've only been there a few times. You got a, you got a nice state, guys. You do. It's a nice place. Uh, County Republican Committee over his objections to Stewart's rhetoric. Fox supported... <laughs> <laughs> who did he support? Uh, who did he support? Uh, uh, Spicky, do you remember uh, old Nick Frittatas? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fajitas is how you pronounced it yeah. the first time. Uh, go, good old uh, Nicky Hot Sauce. Uh, the, uh, the big fan of uh, the Daily Wire and uh, Cassie Dillon, the um, infinite cum reciprocal. 
um, uh, in the primary, but joins a chorus of other Republicans fleeing their nominee. Fox said Stewart's association with white nationalists and the organizer of the deadly Unite the Right rally should be unacceptable. Now, anybody who listens to this show would know that we went over that. And it's the whole fucking reason that retweets do not equal endorsement, I guess, has to be in the bio of everybody, even though it won't matter. Uh, because if you've ever so much as farted in the same direction as Jason Kessler, you're never getting elected in Virginia or so they hope. So maybe I'm a little biased being from Charlottesville and seeing firsthand all that BS from last year. But I've never seen Corey fully denounce them. Fox said uh, about Stewart's ties to several white nationalist provocateurs and organizations. As a candidate for governor last year, Stewart appeared in Charlottesville several times to protest the city council's vote to remove the Lee statue and advocate for the removal uh, of Councilor Wes Bellamy. <laughs> Wes Bellamy is a uh, nice guy. Uh <laughs> Stewart's appearances, uh, uh, his full-throttled defense of the Confederate symbols and associations with far-right personalities are now subject to attack from his own party members. One ain't your fucking party anymore, pal. These days, if you say you're a Republican, you're immediately called a racist, Fox said. I can give you policy and stuff to explain why our party isn't racist, but that's hard to do when our party decides to stand behind somebody like Corey Stewart. It's hard to do when you just want to lose, you fucking loser, you absolute trash, you slug, you cuck, you fucking idiot. He would rather lose. And of course, they're, they're citing like, Corey Stewart was tied to Jason Kessler and Paul Nealon. And that's just not true. We know that CNN's timeline was false. Haven't seen a retraction yet. But that's something that you ought to be doing. Find the people in Virginia that are hosting radio shows. Listen on like iHeartRadio or something like that. It's You don't have to be there. Find them and uh, call. Call and let them know that you support. You support Corey Stewart in Virginia and you support old Bobby Bright in uh, Alabama. This is the best course of action. And this is how we win against the never Trump dum-dums. Okay. Again, the fight that I've said this before, but it's true. The fight that we have parallels that of the founding fathers quite a bit. When the British come over here and they were like, and we're going to look for a war. I don't know why everybody's an old time radio host, but that's the impression that I'm giving for him. They're like, all right, everyone, line up, please, single file. And then what did uh, what did our guys do? They ran out of bushes and just shot people. That's what they did, and that's how they won the war. We're taking the same steps that the left does, but this is how you do it. This is this is it's not gonna win the election, but it's a psyop, and it helps. It does help. If you can get through one time, maybe some people are listening there. And if you have your talking points, you can you can make it. Corey Stewart is not some evil racist. And you look at how the party uh, in Virginia that is opposing him are never Trumpers. That's a big one. Use that. Never Trumpers. They are, uh, they are never Trumpers. They are obstructionists just like the Democrats. They are rhinos. Use those talking points. Now, you can say about old Martha Roby, uh, you, 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 you can say she was a never-Trumper. And, you know, it's, it's uh, the, that 
Um, you know, sometimes Trump endorses the wrong people, but that's fine. We in Alabama know that the Trumpian agenda trumps Trump. The Trumpian agenda matters more. Sometimes the guy, because he's not a politician, messes up. He has the wrong guys in his ear. We in Alabama want Bobby Bright. Do that. That's a way, way better, way better thing to do than just bitching about on Twitter. Give them a call. Find these radio DJs. Speaky, is that too sneaky or is that a good idea? I think it's a little, it's a little sneaky, but you know, it's good. I think, I think it might, uh, it might be an okay plan. I mean, it beats the pants off of doing nothing. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Actually, what I was gonna uh, suggest is tomorrow, hopefully, uh, if I have time when I get home, I'll actually uh, do a little research in the areas and uh, find some local radio stations and uh some other places that you can reach out to these people and post the phone numbers on my timeline so uh people can call and uh and uh, you know talk these people up a little bit and uh you know do do a little bit of fucking action make uh, make some things happen well yeah and if you are in these uh well i mean in the in alabama second or uh, in the entire state of virginia uh then you know like get out there make some phone calls really make this happen this is the most important midterm of your lives guys because i know you know we're all well most of you guys are a lot younger than me but uh you know me and you know me and spicky have seen many moons uh many many elections but this is the most important one that i've seen because we got to uh we got to win this one we got to win this one big and i think we can do it but if you've got guys uh, out there in your state or your district that you uh, want some help with, we can promote them too, as long as they're on board with the America First Trumpian agenda. Um, you know, you guys got time. You got a break at work or something like that. Call these things. Try to get in. Or if you're able to make calls, if you're in the district, if you're in the state, make these calls, man. Make these calls because uh, it's important stuff. We got to win not just in one place or this or the other. Uh, strategic wins are nice, but we need to win all over uh, because this is – this is the type of people that we're up against. I'm sorry. Do you have do you have anything else on this before I get to the uh, the, the Democratic uh, Senate candidate? No, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to roasting this guy. Oh, this is so weird. I uh, this is this is one of the ones where I didn't even really read too much of it. Uh, Lady Wheatfield sent it to me, and uh, yeah. So I guess this is over in Maryland. Um, Democrat Senate candidate buys bizarre ad in Washington Post. Democracy dies in darkness. Did you ever stare at a picture of a child naked? I, you know, I mean, his name is Jerome Siegel. Um, I'm not going to make any assumptions about his ethno-religious background, but, you know, you can draw your own conclusions there. Uh, a Democrat candidate for U.S. Senate from Maryland employed a bold advertisement in the Washington Post. Yes, I'm a socialist, and you might be one, too. Listen to your body. After that, it gets strange. Research analyst Anna uh, Masaliga first posted the photos of the ad on her Twitter account. Did you ever stare at, the picture of a naked, at a picture of a naked child? The ad begins, full frontal. And did it stick in your mind? Did it bring about emotions, ones that might have surprised you? This is like such projection. Like that cover of Newsweek with the naked, crying Vietnamese girl desperately following in line of desperate Vietnamese, not having a clue what was happening to their country or why. 
Perhaps the intro is meant to, for shock value to capture the attention of the reader, but the ad gets weirder. I'm not reading the whole thing. It's long and it's fucking weird. Like, it makes no sense. Uh, did you ever watch a video of a three-way between two men, one white and one black, and a big dog? Did you ever watch a video of a three-way between two men, one white and one black, and a big dog? We got to ban pit bulls, dude. I don't know. Uh, one, a big fellow, another kind of slender. And did you feel strange emotions? Does it come readily back to your mind? Like that video of the sheriff's deputy in Selma with his German shepherd assaulting freedom fighters from SNCC. Uh, capitalism is not the same as free markets. Uh, Segal's ad uh, says before lavishing praise on the quality of Soviet tanks before World War II, Stalin's communism killed 60 million, but they had great military equipment. Thank you, BigLeagPolitics.com, for your for your editorial there. But they did they were kind enough to put it in parentheses. My name is Jerome Siegel. I'm a socialist and proud. I'm happy to be part of the LGBTQ and S. They put an and in there. Speaking, what's the and stand for? Uh. You're asking me. I have no idea. That's And what is the and S? And socialist? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is he really saying that? It, it can't be, can it? <laughs> oh, my God. Sodomite. <laughs> yeah, sodomite. I have no idea. I thought that was covered, like, by the first five. LGBT, LG, like, okay, you got lesbian, bi, gay, trans, queer, and Seagull. Uh... And should fess up and be proud as well. The ad pitch. Um, I'm mad because, like, I know this guy, like, has a, a better place to live than me. Like, I know he has a better job and, like, all the stuff. And he's just like, do you ever sit around on the internet looking at bestiality and kitty porn? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> redistribution of wealth. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> What he's is so wrong bored. with this guy? He's so bored, he takes a fucking ad out in the paper. He's like, well, I can't be the only one. And like, uh, yeah, there's a very small number of you sick fucks that we need to remove from society. But uh, uh, this is kind of a weird place to put this. I mean, dude, he makes so much money that he can uh, take an ad out in the Washington Post. A, a big ad, too. Like, it's just like a long essay uh, about, like, how socialism I mean, like dude that's very specific the whole like have you ever watched a video of a three-way between two men one white one black and a big dog no i fucking haven't and i've seen some fucked up stuff on the internet bro i've never run across that video uh no this is a real video somewhere out there on the internet and he has seen it he's seen it i he searched it I'm like not. that's even more alarming uh so if you look at the picture of him, what do you notice on the lanyard? Uh oh, it's an APAC <laughs> lanyard. <laughs> of course it is. Dude. Uh yeah, this this is really fucked up, man. Uh oh, fuck. What is he These even people? trying to say? Like, I don't understand. I've read the whole thing. Well. And I don't get it. I don't I've read uh, the whole thing and at no point is it anything but an incoherent mess. I don't understand what he's trying to say. Yeah, uh I I really don't understand especially like the first three paragraphs, 
but uh, he, he literally goes through all this shit and then says, don't worry. These reactions sometimes happen to all of us. It doesn't mean you're a socialist. <laughs> what? Well, that's, I, I don't know. Like the only part of this thing that I read was the, was the, the, the pictures that had the, the article th- or the uh, thing in it. Because like, honestly, like, yeah, big league politics, like whatever, you're nice people and stuff, but I don't really care for your website. I think it's, you know, it's kind of bleh. But like, cause like, honestly, like none of this, none of this mattered. I should have just actually read the whole, uh, the whole thing, except it's just long and weird. Um, he paid $25,000 for that ad. Are you fucking kidding? No. How do you know that? Where'd you find that? The bottom of the page. Oh, well, no, not the bottom of the page, right? They, they show the FEC filing. Oh, shit. See, I didn't even notice that shit. I just, I just read the screen caps. What in the shit? That, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, he not only wrote this, he not only put it in the Washington Post, and the Washington Post said, yeah. He paid $25,000 for it. Something that a lot of middle America don't even make in a year uh, before taxes. And uh, yeah, that's that's where you're at. That's the absolute state of uh, socialism. Like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we got to get like, they, they can't all be like this. There's no way. Well, like, like I've been saying, man, they are fucking pushing and pushing and pushing to normalize pedophilia. I guess bestiality, I never even really thought of. You don't see it nearly as much, but, uh, or hear about it nearly as much being fucking brought to the mainstream. But you see, like, you know, Vice when they had that fucking sick one handed faggot, Todd Nickerson, doing articles for him, like, trying to normalize pedophilia. This is happening now in the Washington Post. It's not just fucking Vice, who is a, a meme website, basically. This is the Washington Post. They are paying $25,000 to sit here and say, yeah, uh, you know, it's not really all that weird to look at this stuff. It uh, it happens to us sometimes. Like, no, it shouldn't. You're a sick fuck. Well, I, I do have to say, uh, if, if you... Uh... If you look at child pornography, uh, the trend tends to be that you're a socialist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Todd Todd Nickerson definitely hates Trump. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, it, it's fucked up, man. Like, this shit keeps happening more and more and more. They're pushing the envelope to an extreme at this point. And that's the other thing, man. Like, what I was alluding to earlier, and I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, uh, and, and you and I have been, you know, kind of, uh, alluding to it the last couple months with the left wing, like the, the left center people are just fucking weirded out by this shit. They're sick of the lies. They're sick of the bullshit. And this is something shit like this. When this keeps happening, this is something that's going to fucking drive people to the right in masses. Once they put two and two together and figure out that it's these fucking just sick fucking socialist slash uh, apex supporters apparently <laughs> just ah this guy's got this guy's got some money on him so i i don't know maybe just like being rich makes you weird i mean look at johnny depp he's an absolute nightmare i i don't know it um th- this is this is a good thing um so uh, they they uh i told you guys i would get you the um 
Uh, and we'll be sure to put it in the description because I, I do encourage all of you to find your, um, your, your place on the 30th. They even did an update June 20th. The executive order that Donald Trump signed today is not a solution to the crisis created by his administration. It keeps kids in prison indefinitely, and it doesn't reunite thousands of separated families. But it does show the administration is reacting to public pressure. Ah, there's that phrase again. So we will continue to increase our pressure for justice at the hundred at hundreds of events on Saturday, June 20th to say that families belong together and free. Why don't they go be free back home? How's that? Like, well, did you think of that? Why don't they go be free in fucking Honduras? Uh, there are a lot of events, guys. Now, we don't know how many of these um, are going to uh, be bust, how many are actually going to uh, uh, be big. But uh, one thing I can tell you is that they are there, and uh, it's it's moveon.org. So these are Soros-funded, um, and, and there are quite a bit of them. These are Soros-funded events, so there should be some people there. Um, I'm not asking you to put your safety at risk. I'm not asking you to put your docs at risk. I am asking you if you are able to, and there's always the chance that, you know, people might know. Uh, there's two options here. One, you can show up and you can counter protest. The other is that you can show up in disguise in full support and stream it and interview people and just agree with them. Agree, agree, agree. And ask nicely if they want to be on camera, anything like that. And you can do that. And if you send that to us, there's a good chance it'll make it on the show. So um, what you're trying to do if you're going in disguise is get them saying crazy shit. We can use that to our advantage because mainstream America and mainstream media are not going to be interviewing these absolute nutcases. Get them chanting for open borders. They will do it. Just get that, uh, get, get that footage. Get that audio. And it can only help us because these people are absolute dingbats. But there's a lot of them here. Check the description uh, and, you know, it, it will be there. You got anything else to say on this one? Uh, no, I've had enough. All right, so we got uh, we got we got one one more little uh, little segment for you. Right, right. Vital insight from a neat and an eighty-eight dollar suit. We talked about this just a little bit, um, but good grief, it uh, it's just true. The left at this point is just their politicians are calling for an outright civil war. It's more than disgusting, and it's, it's, it's more than crazy, but Aunt Jemima, our favorite, Maxine Waters, harassed Trump officials at gas stations, restaurants, and shopping malls. You know, the things that they've been doing. We've seen it happen to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We've seen it happen to Stephen Miller and uh, uh, Kirsten Nielsen. We've seen this happen. They're just out eating. And the media, of course, applauds this as a great thing. They actually went outside of uh, Kirsten Nielsen, the uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary's home, at an early hour and were just yelling and screaming. Because I guess that's what you can do. On Saturday night, California Congresswoman Maxine Waters encouraged the type of recent protests against uh, President Donald Trump as seen in several Washington, D.C. and Virginia area restaurants, saying she has no sympathy, no sympathy for those who serve in the administration and that the public should turn on them and absolutely harass White House officials while they are doing normal everyday activities. Representative Waters has called for Donald Trump's impeachment at uh, rallies. Impeach 45! <laughs> you stupid. 
Representative Waters then went further, adding that the, uh, members of the Trump administration who continue to serve and defend the president should be harangled at gas stations, restaurants, and while shopping at department stores. They know what they are doing is wrong, Representative Wa uh, said Representative Waters, and that the public should ridicule and protest them every chance that they get. The scrutiny should be so bad that it forces officials such as uh, Secretary Nielsen to tell the president, no, this is wrong. I can't hang with you. This is unconscionable. We can't keep doing this to the children. I don't know why she's like an inner city thug. Like she's just more retarded than that. Like Gucci Mane has like a higher verbal IQ than Maxine Waters. <laughs> like she doesn't even rap. <laughs> Uh, as one activist named Ryan Knight notes, three separate White House officials were bombarded with chants by members of the resistance while they were trying to enjoy a meal just this past week. Knight echoes Representative Waters' advice saying, we the people are rising up. They're rising up, Spicky. Yeah. I, I, it, I mean, can we like, can we call this what it is? They're actually, I, we, we, we've seen it by uh, some guy, I forget his name, on, on uh, I believe it was CNN. Uh, we, we've seen it on, um, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi um, with, with her whole thing. Like, I don't know why there's not an uprising in this country. When are we going to call it what it is? These people are calling for basically Rahoa at this point. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, they, they, they hate Whitey. They hate anybody that voted for Donald Trump may disagree with them uh, in the least bit. It's getting, it's, it used to just be Antifa, you know, and like you can deal with them. That's fine. But it's been a big, big escalation from not when you saw that blonde lady in a MAGA shirt getting pelted with eggs and how terrible that was over in San Jose, California uh, during 2016. But now you've got leaders, elected officials out there calling for abs actual harassment like she used the the term harassment how do you how do you even deal with this yeah i mean they're 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 pushing and pushing and pushing man and uh they how do they think it would actually end well for them i mean i guess they think we're just gonna sit back and take it but uh realistically What's going to happen is you're going to see some shit where uh, these people are going to have to go out in public, the, the, the Trump officials, and they're going to have armed guards. And what's going to end up happening is somebody's going to do stupid shit, and then all hell's going to break loose. All it's going to take is one time. Yeah, I, I, They're getting brave. They're getting fucking brave. And how this, I mean, how is this okay? Well, let's let's listen to uh, Maxine Waters uh, say her piece on MSNBC. Uh, this uh, here you go. I'm going to put up a list here of Democratic colleagues and yours who've called for the resignation of Chris Nielsen, the Secretary of Homeland Security, in light of what we've seen happen over these last few uh, days. Are you going to add your name to those ranks? Do you think she should step aside? Oh, absolutely. She should step aside. You know, I have no sympathy for these people uh, that are in this administration uh, who, you know, know it's wrong uh, what they're doing on so many fronts, but they 
tend to not want to confront this president or even leave, uh, but they know what they're doing is wrong. And I want to tell you, for these members of his cabinet who remain and try to defend him, they're not going to be able to go to a restaurant. They're not going to be able to stop at a gas station. They're not going to be able to shop at a department store. The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They're going to uh, absolutely harass them until they decide that they're going to tell the president, no, I can't hang with you. This is wrong. This is unconscionable. We can't keep doing this to children. And then did we? That's, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, for a bunch of people that hate Nazis, that's some real, uh, real brown shirt tactics, don't you think? I mean, I, before everybody jumps all over me, yeah, the fucking commies did that shit too, but whatever. But, you know, always, <laughs> always nice to, uh, to, uh, you know, get to get to blame the uh blame the, the the evil nazis you know um i i don't know i i just uh i i can't believe it and they're doing this just all over the place i mean this comes from uh, cbs news people might have heard about this uh laurie mcallen uh shoot them all at the border dmv employee being investigated for facebook comments on immigrants uh, an oregon woman who uh, immigrants they're yeah immigrants uh, an Oregon woman who works at the DMV has come on, under fire for comments she purportedly made on Facebook. Lori McAllen's Facebook. And, you know, she's a nice, young, pretty blonde girl. Um, uh, Lori McAllen's Facebook is currently untraceable, but a screenshot of the comment has been widely shared online. It says she thinks immigrants, illegals, illegal, crossing uh, into the U.S. should be shot at the border. No, much like. Israel. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> why not? In her bio uh, on Facebook, McAllen wrote, I don't have any room in my heart for drama, disrespect, or hate, but she seemed to have a very different attitude when discussing immigration policy. I personally think they should shoot them all at the border and call it good. It'll save us hardworking Americans, in all caps, billions of dollars in our taxes, two exclamation points. Uh, she ended the remark with a winking emoticon. <laughs> Uh, the screenshots have gone viral. People have been upset and all of that. And uh, the uh, Oregon Department of Transportation ha uh, said, we received thousands of posts online and probably more than 100 phone calls. The social media posts were coming in fast and furious. It uh, Fast and furious, something we don't talk about, huh? Uh, it went viral. Thompson said the department's HR investigation of McAllen is still ongoing and they are trying to authenticate the Facebook post. HR is talking to her to determine if that was really her who wrote it. Uh, when I looked for her Facebook page at about 7.30 yesterday morning, it was already gone. I don't know if she took it down or somebody else did, but it's gone. Um, I think it's pretty safe to assume that she's going to get fired, but that's only because of the, the big mob of this, of this giant, uh, ridiculous world that we live in at this point. Where, yeah, maybe if you're a government employee, you probably shouldn't, First of all, have a Facebook, or secondly, like say that, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate. But at the same time, if she was a government employee and was like, and we should just give all kinds of kids hormone replacement therapy, it would have been totally fine. CBS is acting as part of the mob to just ruin just a, a somebody with a fucking job's life. Um, I don't know. More than anything, more than more than uh, than anything, what is surprising to me is like, why is it that all of the people that hold our uh, beliefs tend to not be weird looking? <laughs> She's pretty fucking hot. They always are. 
Yeah, I wanted to know what her Twitter handle was, but apparently she doesn't have one. Yeah, she's going to be offline for a while. Um, but I'll, even... I'll give her a job if she gets fired. I will fucking absolutely do that. Well, I mean, you know, she's out in Oregon, serves a raid, I guess. But, you know, I mean, you yeah. understand what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, that was probably if you're a government employee, like, that's a little, you can't get, you can't think that you're going to get away with that. But the thing is, I don't think anybody realizes that this could happen to them. Uh, and we live in just an insane world where, like, she could have been drunk. She could, you know, whatever. I'm sure she probably doesn't actually want to see people dead. Uh, very few people do. Uh, but there you go. Now she's just smeared as a horrible person. And at the very least, even if she doesn't lose her job, her coworkers probably hate her. Her neighbors probably hate her. And that's just that's just normal. They can't even verify that it's true. And this is what you get. All because you made an edgy post on the Facebooks. Um, it's uh, it's just a real shame. But you know when you've got when you've got the uh, the actual elected leaders of a political party saying this is fine. Of course, like if you're going to harass members of the administration, which it's like I'm pretty sure a uh, legal gray area there. Um, some guy got in trouble for mailing, uh, I forget who it was, uh, somebody, some poop. Um, he got in trouble for that, you know. Um, of course they're going to come after helpless people like this gal. But they just actively encourage it. So that's why I don't feel bad when we're like, hey, dox the fuck out of journalists. Or like, hey, here's this guy's Twitter. Um, it's, it's, it's a sick fucking world. Yeah, they 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 want you fucking broke. They want you starving, and they want you homeless. Yep, that's what they want. They want you fucking dead in the end. But this is the best they can do. This is not going to stop. By the way, that's why it's important to uh, not use your real name when you're going to do shit like this. I guess. Uh, I mean, that's that's the most sensical advice I could possibly give. But they're not going to stop doing this. I mean, they're they're trying to find even anonymous Twitter users to to fucking ruin their lives. CNN. Too, so. Yeah. Yep. CNN did that. Andrew Kaczynski. He's a fucking scumbag. Luke O'Brien's a scumbag. I don't know who it was at CBS. I didn't really get into it. I've, I've been pretty busy. But uh, yeah, these people were all fucking dirtbags, man. Journal. Don't fucking talk to journalists. Don't yeah. go near them. Don't. If they call you, don't fucking answer your phone. Uh, the, and Just, then come immediately to us. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's uh that's a pretty good plan. <laughs> you know, it's um I it I mean it's just terrible, honestly. Um I think we are um we're about at that time, dude. I uh think we about uh, made it to the two hours, which is great because we like didn't go three hours this time. That's uh pretty spectacular. So um you got uh you got anything else did we miss anything or uh did we kind of hit our, our our low info mark here i think we uh i think we hit it and i think we hit it in a good time because i honestly don't know if i could go three hours right now i feel like a fucking retard <laughs> well yeah you got a concussion but um <laughs> all right so guys we're gonna go ahead and get out of here uh good things coming um hopefully everything came through real loud and clear uh, remember, we got those shirts up. Uh, we're doing the Streamlabs stuff now, so I can see when you subscribe. So thanks for the uh, new subscriptions on the YouTube stuff. Um, if you ever need the RSS feed for the audio version, and please share this with your friends. You know, we're trying to uh, trying to do good stuff, and I need you to go out there to these protests on the 30th, and I need you to go out there 
on your phones and call these radio shows. So we'll go ahead and get that information out to you uh, as soon as we can. But um, yeah, I, uh, I, I think that's it. So we will go ahead and see you next time.